Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From the 30 on first down, Mullins steps up. He throws. It is picked off. Malafangu with the exclamation point for the Detroit Lions today. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back and better than ever recording the day after Christmas. And we got the best Christmas gift we could possibly receive. The first Lions NFC North championship in history. The first division championship in 30 years. Just incredible. We're going to get into the game and everything. But before we just get into every, every, all this fun stuff. Let's get let's just introduce the Blue Coley crew that is here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the other two. We got UJ. Hello, happy Lions fan. That can't be as happy as me because I'm really happy. <laughs> and then Run Dog. Yo! Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously 1993, oh, yeah. the last time the Lions won the division. It's been 30 years. And these are the lists. I just want to go over the list of coaches really quick that have come through the building since Wayne Fonts. Bobby Ross, uh, Gain, Gary Muller. UJ, you might know some of these before I do, or maybe, yes, I maybe remember them all. to an extent. Uh, Marty Mordenweg, a classic. Oh, God. <laughs> remember, he chose the wind. <laughs> that was the first one I think I remember. <laughs> Win the coin Marty toss. Marty and. The coin toss in overtime against the Bears, he chose the win. <laughs> that was so wild. <laughs> Steve Mariucci. Ooh. The oh, yeah. uh, Dick Duran. Rod Marinelli. Uh, always a good one. Jim Schwartz. <laughs> a guy that, you know, we, we, we could have been somebody. Been somebody. UJ's favorite, yeah. Jim Caldwell. <laughs> oh, please. Let's forget about Caldwell. And then. A guy that maybe we should thank in a way, even though we shouldn't, is Matt Patricia. And then Darren Bevel was an interim head coach. And then, of course, Dan Campbell. The reason I want to say that we should thank Matt Patricia is that he was so bad. And the way they ran everything was so opposite of what we have now that the Lions leadership decided to do the complete opposite of how he ran. Him and Bob Quinn ran everything. And it's led to what we have now. So, because if that didn't happen, maybe it was like a middle ground somewhere. Maybe the Lions don't take that approach necessarily. You know, you know what, Z? That <laughs> is very, very good observation. It's like the alcoholic. You know, <laughs> you're not going to change until you hit rock bottom, right? <laughs> I mean, you just got to hit. And Patricia was rock bottom, baby. But here's the thing: you know, we, observation. The Lions the have hit rock way. bottom several times on the way here. Not then. like that, though. Patricia no, hey, was I'm, even dirtier than Owen sixteen, if you ask me. I like. I have more respect for Ron Marinelli. <laughs> Well, 0 and 16, we just had no talent on team whatsoever. It was really bad. I mean, a dirt. The this is only the fourth time in 30 years Lions have hit double digits in the wind category, too. And we were talking about right before we hopped on the pod. The Lions have only won 12 wins in a single season once in their history. 
That was in 1991 when they lost in the conference championship. Um, this would be the second time in Lions history if they were to win one of the next two games. That's pretty wild in itself. Um, yeah. The Lions playoff history in those 30 years, they lost in the wild card in 94, 95, 97, 99. And then a long period. <laughs> then they lost in 2011 in the wild card round, 2014 in the wild card round, 2016 wild card round. Obviously, in the Super Bowl era, the Lions have won one playoff game. That was in 91. Wow. Um, Wow. And and not a championship in my lifetime. And I was born in 1957, the year of their last championship. And uh, then. So nothing. you're the curse, so, UJ. We have, you can blame <laughs> me if you want. But, well, this is a championship of sorts, right? The, the division. It definitely gets a banner well, in the stadium. Like We're champs. Baby. Yeah, not playoffs. This time. <laughs> not playoffs. <laughs> I don't see no champions. You get a banner for it at least. <laughs> like it's so monumental like think about all those wild card losses we had over that time like that includes that season where we like had a commanding lead and everything and then like tanked down the stretch to a wild card spot and lost to the packers in the final game like right oh, yeah. like this is so like this is such a big deal it, it can't be overstated how big of a deal winning that this was goal one this was goal one for the season everything else is really gravy but there are some more monkeys yet <laughs> and you could um I mean, the, the emotion on the field, especially from the likes of Decker and Ragnow, especially Decker is more public oh, yeah. about it. But, um, you know, he said there's a lot of tears and stuff like that. Um, Dan Campbell had a great speech in the locker room. He brought up the old guard to the, the middle of the locker room. They yeah, got big yeah, tears. Yeah, Sewell was yeah, super great. pumped for those guys. You can tell they have the great genuine respect um, between each other. And this is part of that culture oh, yeah. that they built. Um, and part of the reason they don't bring in certain guys like people, I mean, there's still people clamoring for, you know, the, why didn't we trade or draft Jalen Carter or things of that nature? Uh, th they have meticulously, hmm. carefully built this culture, culture yes. um, and arguably they've done it faster than anybody expected. Like, these are six-year contracts. We've talked about this multiple times on the pod. Um, I'm just going to throw this, this in year three. Too, Big Z. Yeah. Uh, you talk about the old guard, uh, you know, and, and, and Rudd Dog and I talked about this ad nauseum for years, how... We wanted Stafford to uh, to see this one out, you know, yeah. win a championship in Detroit. And, and he, at the last minute, unfortunately, he had enough for whatever reason he wanted out right before the turnaround. And, and granted, you could make an argument that the trade actually aided our turnaround quite a bit. It absolutely. It probably has. did. I don't think it's but, uh, but the fact is that those old guard, I, I just want to just really honor those guys because they did stick it out. Those guys, Decker and those guys. I mean, they, they did stick it out. And God damn it, it's got to feel so good, like it's to, so to be now where they are now. It's just got to feel great because they saw oh. the depths, man. They they saw the just the worst of it, and and now they're just oh, it's got to feel just amazing. So to those guys, to the old <laughs> guard guys who stuck it out, bless God, bless you guys, love you guys. Yeah, and Z, you know, you mentioned that point about building this culture meticulously, and like, like you, I think Jalen Carr is a great example. But like, I think this this team, there's no doubt in my mind that this team, Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes, Sheila, they they know exactly what really matters in football, and talent's a huge part of it, and they don't aren't ignorant to that. But like, the culture, the mindset, the shared vision, the buy-in. That's what creates championship teams. That's what a that's what great teams like. All these teams are amazing athletic wise every nfl team has insanely gifted athletes but like you make like good teams great by 
getting everyone into that culture, that buy-in. And so, like, I agree. Like, there's no room for, you know, potential deviance because they're talented. Like, they went for someone who's making a big impact, by the way, in Jameer Gibbs. And I <laughs> we'll ain't mad about that we'll one later. bit. We'll get to him later. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, you're right. Meticulously is a really good word, and these guys know exactly what they're doing. And now it's any we have as good a shot at taking it all as anybody. And arguably the one thing that wasn't, I guess, quote-unquote meticulous is that, uh, you know, I, I was listening to the M Live podcast, and they brought up an endo that I forgot about um, that uh, – you know, Brad Holmes was hired first in this organization. He was part of the head coaching interviews. And 10 minutes into the interview, he wrote he wrote down a piece of paper, like handed over to, I think it was Spielman or Rod Wood, or I forgot who he handed over. Either way, he said, this is our guy. <laughs> 10 minutes into Dan Campbell interview. Uh, he, like, he already knew that Dan Campbell was going to be the guy that they wanted to hire 10 minutes into the conference. I never heard that story, actually. I thought they so, were hired together, basically. I didn't realize that. So he was hired first. I didn't either. Um, so I, I thought that was that's I awesome. thought those were really cool. And I I can't remember. I, that I thought is so I heard cool. That before, I didn't know but, that. Uh, either way, uh, no, I didn't realize he had a say in it actually. But and that was the only place he interviewed. He only interviewed one place. It was with the Lions. Um, a lot of people thought you know uh, Sala Robert Sala with his connection to Michigan stuff. We're going to come over here uh, and look look how that's turned out in New York. <laughs> cool. Um, I, they yeah. can't develop a quarterback to save their life, uh, and the Lions have done on both ends. That's what I, I I think what the Campbell, you know, effect is going to do throughout the league is they're going to hire more personality type people that can lead. Like they're not. I'm first of all, I'm not undercutting <laughs> yeah. Dan Campbell's X's and O's because I think Dan Campbell is a major impact on the offense that does not get talked about enough. Everybody gets Ben Johnson to credit, but this offense does not operate without Dan Campbell's sign off <laughs> and and and, especially, and the roster construction too. The roster construction is fifty yeah. fifty between Campbell and brad holmes dan campbell has a bigger say i think in roster decisions than people realize as well um but yeah I, they're very synergistic together they're working hand in yeah hand. And, and again that goes to the culture and everything like that but i mean just oh just remarkable i shed a tear for sure <laughs> after the win it was, <laughs> oh it was beautiful especially the way this game was going uh well, well they said white men can't jump but you should have seen me when they, <laughs> when they, they i i Got some air, baby. <laughs> I was jumping up and down. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, so awesome. Just, yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a great victory. This is a great moment. Uh, and, you know, let's get in the game in a moment. That's one. But That's one. Yeah. Th- this is the first step. I mean, th- and that's one, baby. <laughs> this is a season of a ton of parody. And, um, you know, the, the Lions this is your three like expectations etc but lions could win this thing that's what they could absolutely, absolutely. literally There's no reason why they can't the eagles look like a shell of themselves None. um and the 49ers just proved last night that they're extremely beatable brock purdy if you get any pressure on whatsoever becomes a different quarterback so the 49ers got to be completely healthy to be their best uh, like like any team i guess in the nfl but they are really star reliant like if they go to their they don't they don't they lack depth because they're more top heavy um, in terms of their yeah. roster construction. And you saw that last night, they had some old linemen missing. The Ravens got after them, beat them down. And with that result, it's now a three-way tie for the one seed with three 11 and four records, 49ers, oh. Eagles, and Lions. See, who would have thought that? Huh? I missed the game I mean, last night. I didn't we're not playing it. for the... I was wondering how the last two games are going to go yeah. because, you know, are they going to rest guys? But now we're playing for a one Absolutely. seed. Absolutely. Yeah. And... um. So, 
So the 49ers have the, the 49ers have the best conference record between the three. Even even with the two remaining games, if they were to lose, um, they would still have that tiebreaker. So the Lions need some help in terms of the 49ers losing. And the Lions, first of all, the Lions need to win out to get the one seed. But um, the 49ers play Washington next week. That's probably a win for them. That, that's one of the worst teams in the NFL by far. And then they do play the Rams the last game of the season. The Rams will be fighting for a playoff spot. That could be the one. Um, could be. The hmm. Eagles 11 and hey, 4. Hey, do they have their division locked up? The 49ers, yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. they do. Yeah, they do. Um, and then the Eagles at 11 and 4. Uh, they play the Giants one more time, and uh, I forgot who they play this week. But either way, if the Lions win out, they have the they will have the common opponents record better than the Cowboys, and they would they would overpass them for the two seed. Right now, the Eagles in the two seed, but if the Lions went out, they would overtake them, even if the Eagles won out as well. Um, so the Lions control their own destiny at least for the two seed. What's, what's the farthest we can fall? Uh, three. We're we're locked in at three, no matter what. Yeah. So. And right now, that would be the um, the Rams. We would play the Rams, which would be just an absolute wild storyline. <laughs> you don't think the NFL doesn't want? I that know, I know. Conspiracies oh will be run amok. It's like poetry. It <laughs> uh, I know. Um, and then the Seahawks oh, are the seventh seed. Cowboys are probably firmly in the five seed at this point. Uh, they'll, they'll still, uh, you know, we're playing them on Saturday. That that's a big game, especially for us uh, and for the. I mean, the Cowboys are on a slide right now, and they can't beat a winning team. So it'll it'll be fascinating to see what happens there. But either way, the Lions controlled their destiny for the two seed. Uh, the one seed, they need a little bit of help from the Commanders or the Rams. But either way, great spot to be, nonetheless. Absolutely, uh, just just. I kind of like the pressure. I kind of like that. There's not a chance to take the foot off the gas now. Right. I feel like we were hitting our stride, and like a rest game. I don't know. That just has time to like fret. I don't know. I'd rather have the race going hot all the way to the end of the year, playing for something. If we get the one seed, great. If we get the two seed, great. If we get the three seed, great. It doesn't matter at this point. But I like the idea that there's something to play for in the season to keep just freaking pumping this thing to you know on the up route that we're in. And because oh man, like this team is playing hitting their stride at the perfect time and there's still so much clearly left in the tank and what we're capable of definitely yeah definitely. just just really fun to be playing for the one seed with two games left on the season Who, no kidding that's incredible <laughs> that's incredible amazing um so this game lions went 30 to 24 it was an up and down game for sure. Uh, <laughs> hard stopping yeah. at the end. Justin Jefferson oh, just Lord. grabbing everything within his possible reach. No matter who's throwing him the football, that man is an absolute beast. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Um, but this is a Vikings team that was, uh, like I said in the preview podcast, uh, giving up 15 points per game since week seven. One of the best defenses in the NFL. Jared Goff has had horrible stats against Brian Flores defenses leading into this game. And all that went out the window because this Lions offense is firing on all cylinders. A healthy offensive line. Can't stress enough how huge that is, especially having Frank Ragnow in there. Uh, go look up. Nate Tice posted something cool about Frank Ragnow being MVP of the Lions offense. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to argue because, I mean, when he's healthy, you can shift Glasgow over to guard where he's much better. Um, and just, the, I mean, obviously, just even command of the offensive line and the calls and the shifts and the protection and stuff like that, it, it operates Seamlessly between him and Goff. 
He's the Absolutely. kind of guy totally worthy of that name. Like he is the center of that offense. Yeah. Like he is the first brick, the first guy to touch the ball every play. Like and he's so damn good. <laughs> and and so yeah, when he's there, we are obviously a better offense. It's not even close. Hey, Big Z, the 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 uh, the uh, the Vikings were great against the rush, right? Coming into this game. Oh yeah, yeah. Daniel Hunter's like tied for the league. And and what do we have? One hundred and forty-seven yards, something like that. And then uh, rushing. Uh, 143 yeah. rushing. 143. Sorry, I was close. But uh, I mean, we just we we shredded them pretty well. <laughs> I mean, on the ground, and that and that is our strength too. And with this line healthy, good lord, and with John, ja. we can go far. Seriously, in this league, you've seen, like you said, the other teams that we're going up against. The Eagles, they look beatable. Their defense is definitely beatable. Uh, the Niners are tough, but we've seen what we can do against good defenses when our offense is. is Clicking definitely in, and we can beat anybody yeah. anybody and the lions almost anybody. had a two to one advantage in time of possession this game it felt like they're on the field the entire game which is just insane that the lions right. almost <laughs> gave them a chance to win at the end of this game four turnovers two to one time possession almost put at the end but they didn't they didn't but i'm just well, saying kind of wild yeah, we had our one turnover <laughs> that oh and, and we did uh yeah fortuitously get a little help from the refs in this game i think i know there were calls on both sides okay but there was a couple really key calls that went our way, and uh, I'm not complaining, mind you. Yeah, the third because they went our third way. Third and long, I, I believe, was a big one. Uh, the third and long with the 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 rough and the passer was just a joke of a call. I'm sorry, it was a terrible. I agree. Call. I agree. And, and, I agree. And I, that's and how I it think is. the yeah, ref was just, but the I'm ref gonna... was in a position where it could look bad because he was like behind golf. He hit his face and, mask. Well, whatever. It. It, it was a horrible call i don't think he had his face <laughs> i think he had his shoulder you know what uj i'm going to disagree this time and say good call by the refs uh by these stupid ticky tack yeah, was a good that call they made us. Us. we love officiating uh, in nfl we have nothing but great things to say yeah. about on this call. oh yeah right. look like it, the way these rules are now they just the rules just suck but you know what they called that one by the letter and i'll take it you know it's a wild one in the nfl ever since that offsides and that uh bills chiefs game Yes. Offensive offsides has just gone bananas throughout the NFL. I don't we know what is going on. Freeman. I've never seen this many offensive offsides. I know. I've never seen it till this year. Usually offsides is strictly a defensive call. But yeah. I mean, I, I've seen at least today, 10 right times in the last four weeks. It's just it's just yeah. a generally lazy focus thing. Though I don't know what Raymond was doing there. Like he the receivers are always supposed to check with the side ref. I don't know what he how he forgot that. Something's going on though, because it's it's happening way more often than usual. Like, well, you know, they probably made an emphasis on it. Someone probably made up a point that like you're missing a ton of it's them. It's got to be, a, and, yeah. And that because like the thing is, those refs can only see so much on the field, so they do have to kind of make an emphasis on what areas they might be lacking from you know week to week, month to month. If like they notice, I'm sure someone reviews that stuff and and is like, look at all these calls you're missing. <laughs> right. But like, yeah. And it's so, I mean, yeah, you're going to get those like waves of random, like PI will be up during chunks and like, Hey, but let's, let's face it though. Over the years, we've been the victims of horrible officiating. Uh, yes. I mean, and, and, Absolutely, and yeah. if it's, if, if karma's turned in our direction, okay, that's all right. Not a bad thing. Uh, whatever we rolled it. But like Dan Campbell said it the best, but he told all these guys, the refs, it doesn't matter what the refs do. We have to win the game no matter what. And, and I think, I think these guys don't worry about ref calls at all, ever. It's just whatever happens, happens. They they go with it. And uh, he, he's he got that in their heads and uh, not going to let the refs beat us. So, 
So I I want to I want to jump into something really quick that I thought was awesome in this yeah. game uh, and just highlights you know the draft class that we had coming in this year their impact on this team and and the, but the way this team responds thing and it happened twice in this game Gibbs fumbles early in this game and then after that yeah. just lights it up <laughs> uh, he has the most twenty yard runs in the league he averaged five point three a carry in this game as well the man is an did he hit off 20 this game he didn't he had a long 18 in this game but he still averaged oh, 5.3 a carry uh, yeah and he's still his career longest is like 36 or something like that it's he hasn't broken the really long no <laughs> but i'll tell you what i just want to say it again i hate i don't say is it we have a superstar okay <laughs> gibbs is a fucking superstar this oh, kid yeah. is otherworldly good so <laughs> Enjoy it, Lions fans. That's all I can say. Because this kid is something. He's something to be old. And UJ mocked him to us in his mock draft. So, kudos. But he makes it look easy, Gibbs does. Like, he gets tackled. Like, he gets up after every play. He he just drops the ball. You know, like, sort of Barry. Not quite Barry-ish. When he, like, when he scores a touchdown, he just drops the ball in the end zone. He doesn't hand it to the ref like Barry did. But he doesn't make a big show. Doesn't slam in the ground and all that shit. He does a little dance and bullshit at the end, but, uh, you know, <laughs> but he's, he, but he definitely looks like he's done it before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Makes it, uh, well, he's makes done it nine times or something like that. He now, makes everything so, look yeah. easy. That's all I'm saying. He makes it look easy. Damn it. He does. He's so fast. And then the other one was Brian Branch. So he drops a key interception near the goal line. Um, uh, just brutal right in his lap. Good. One. And we've seen him, you know, catch a lot this year, but then he responds later, yep. gets the pick. Gets a, a sack and just the one he shouldn't have after. picked off. Yeah, the pick when he should have just batted it down. Yeah, cost yeah, us thirty yards on the field. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's okay though. It's okay. No, Brian. Don't make worry sure about it. securing the ball is never a bad thing. You know, <laughs> you tip you tip it, maybe he catches it. You know. Uh, <laughs> good, point, good point. Good point. But uh, right. I mean, th- I think the one he missed was too easy. He's used to snagging those ones and like when they like off his hip and like right. stuff. Th- that <laughs> one went like right into his belly. That's that's too hard. You know? Yeah. But I thought he played great after that. Uh, that Absolutely. That oh, up. yeah. That one pass great. breakup he had over the middle where uh, the ball, he timed it so perfectly, just knocked the ball through his hands. That was excellent. So I, I love the response from our two rookies. Uh, you know, messing yes. up early and and coming back and playing with a, a vengeance throughout the rest of the game. I thought that was really cool to see. And Z, your insults to to uh, Kirby Joseph paid off. He heard you, <laughs> and uh, he he showed up to for that. He game. played a great game in this one. Finally he showed did. up. Two interceptions, including celebrating immediately after catching it while he was in the. I know he's returning the ball. Like, <laughs> like, what had a I was confused like at first. I'm like, clown. did he? Is he like? calling to somebody something no like it, it, it was what it looked like it was a celebration it was very bizarre um he's, he's a, was so like he's an enigma that one but um i thought that was about to get like hacked out of his hand and like go right back to them and we were gonna be like what <laughs> uh two interceptions finally guest i mean just read it really well on nick mullins in this game nick mullins yeah. you know 400 yards corners but four key interceptions uh and yeah. that's the reason why a lot of teams don't want him. And there was other plays. Nick Mullins lines probably. Should, I mean, we mentioned a branch one. There's some other plays in this game where he, he just needs to throw it away and he doesn't. He just can't help himself. That's the problem last week, too, for them. But anyways. Yeah. Um, oh, they're living off his deep ball. So, I mean. It's only yeah. Well, the, you know, the announcers that. in that game sucked. I'll just say. Oh. But, the, but they did. 
but they did say one thing right and, and i think kirby did bait him on that one interception though i think kirby laid off just enough you to, to look like he was open and i, and I think he did. made the right call on that one and, and kirby came across and made what pick, uj uh, yeah the, the lions hand the ball off to david montgomery he takes three steps and lateral, like, throws a bullet to the outside laterally. Yeah, I know. And they act like it was a two-yard carry. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I know. The running back that was just took of- a handoff and threw it across <laughs> the field to the wide receiver. And there's no emotion yeah. out of them. I was no, so at all. No, we're actually- there, there, that was like, There's some announcers like Steve Levy who, like, act like every play is the greatest play. And then it kind of loses its luster. But, th- like. Right. At certain times, you got to like get excited about what you're watching. That is something unique that you don't that see was often whole, if that at was all. That was an awesome point. It was a cool they play design really... that didn't quite work because it missed block, but uh, I well, just could not believe out of like, the outers being so ho hum about a play that unique. <laughs> yeah, they were okay. The announcers were really like they were dry. They didn't like you said, they didn't react like, but like they, they made this like sort of forced objectivity. They were complimenting the Lions, and and but it was like, really dry whenever they said it like oh their golf is gonna be really good down here in the red zone and then like you'd always hear that little more like fervor like oh justin jefferson he's the greatest receiver alive and, like they had like i think they had a bias for the vikings a little bit and they just weren't very good in general no they're horrible uh but the, the the best one was when he they said hutch did a spin move and they go oh, he's, he's never done that one before <laughs> something like that i go what do you have you been watching yeah. the Lions? He does spin moves every play almost. Yeah. Wait, Hutch does spin moves? <laughs> yeah, did, didn't you hear? <laughs> um, but with the play, you know, Kirby Joseph, this is probably his best game of the season. Um, but when CJ Gardner Johnson gets back, the question is who is coming off the field? Uh, I think it's going to be Kirby Joseph, in my opinion. I'm curious what uh, you're going to no. Where does he go? Where's he going to see that's him? And that's, that's probably the biggest talking point about the Lions defense uh, this week. That's a very good question. Well, I think they're going to, I think a linebacker might come off, especially if Barnes is still hurt before Kirby Joseph does, especially the way if he's playing in the box, like you could use if he as a weapon, only if you could coming. trade him. No, no, if he's, he's playing, playing great. Right what now. a beastly effort from him again this week. Yeah. yeah. Man. Studley. Honestly, I think there'll be a rotation depending on personnel. Like, like you, I honestly, I like, I think Branch, Iffy, uh, Kirby, and uh, CJGJ will all be on the field together at some point, if not a good chunk of the time. Like, cause like they're so versatile. Like you don't necessarily sacrifice. Like both, all, all those guys will know Kirby and uh, I'm sorry, CJGJ, and Iffy can play box and they can rush the passer and stuff, and they can they can play a little more of that run support heavy and blitz and stuff like that so i think like i don't know i th- like the thing is you could do so many different things <laughs> and so yeah like I, i'm sure there'll be some of them come off at different points in time well it, you know if, if if the run isn't an issue at uh then yeah you might be right but in a run package if you're pulling a linebacker out the field that's gonna hurt you but i think they'll just mix it up in a lot of ways we're gonna see all those guys on the field at some point uh, and and they're gonna be using them all so I don't know yeah. how they're going to do it. I don't know how you keep track of that. I guess they maybe rotate. <laughs> game, I, maybe but... they start Kirby uh, and rotate in CJ just because he hasn't played in you know, a few months. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe it's he hard to sit a hot hand either. Like if he's starting yeah. to get back to his yeah. ball hawking ways. But like... Kirby's like, you know, he, he takes chances. <laughs> sometimes he's rewarded. Sometimes he, the opposite happens. Uh, CJ Gardner's Yeah, but at least this time he stayed deep. He did. He'd stay deeper than the deepest receiver, which he has let him go 
go by the last few yes, weeks and uh, now nah, he's he seems to be doing his job the right way i wouldn't so. want to mess with his confidence too much right now he's starting to play really well true um but we got a lot this of is called a, this is called a good, good problem, problem to, to have, have. Like, yes it is depth <laughs> depth it's a beautiful thing uh and and uh well, james houston might be close to returning here at the end of the season one oh, of the last two weeks Rod dog must be happy about that oh um, that's another are you're not what are you not a Lions fan or something? Like, not come as happy on. as you though, because you love James Houston. Like, oh, I'm you sorry, a, I like love a, the guy that came player. out of nowhere for eight sacks and six games last year. Like, what? Like, <laughs> how did I like? Do we just forget what he did for us last no. year? Like, I feel like fans have such a short memory and act like James Houston can't be a big freaking deal coming back. Like for the playoffs, we could we ask for a better timing? This dude is our most explosive pass rusher. Like. Like there's no downside to having him back healthy. Like, oh my god, it's so exciting. Uh, <laughs> like, and right now is I think Aaron Glenn is hitting his stride as a coordinator too. Like, I think he's really getting more creative. Like, he's starting to like cover our weaknesses with more creative blitzing and with using some really some of our more talented defenders in unique ways. Like putting Iffy out there and using him as a weapon is a revelation. And uh, yeah. <laughs> So I mean, I think and Glenn is is just hitting all cylinders right well, now. I would say Getting all another cylinders. Another weapon back is great. It's, it, it, there's been improvements. Um, yeah, but but Rudd, you're you're right to mention that though, because uh, Aaron Glenn should get some credit where credit is due. The defense is playing really well right now. So. Like we we're playing have good. Weaknesses, Z. Oh. <laughs> no, we have weaknesses, and we're playing good yes. defense. We're playing good defense. It's not world beating defense. We're not destroying teams, but we're stingy. And we make plays, and we make people pay for plays. I mean, this defense right. is not a perfect defense, and we never were going to be a perfect defense this year. But we're a feisty defense, we're an aggressive defense, and we are a hard-hitting defense. And yeah, that's, we are. that is a recipe for success in the league, especially when you got our offense. Yep. Yeah, the, the defense just has to be okay enough to you know to support this offense, which is beastly. But they carry the offense. I mean, they carry sometimes like they they aren't like a complete liability or anything like we get stops. We get turnovers. No, you're right. You're I mean, right. sure, we give up that's a bunch of yards sometimes, but like that's the NFL. Like not many defenses are just downright stingy to the point of shutting out gains of yards. Like, I mean, some of the top guys do it from time to time, but it's so hard to stop offenses in the NFL. Yes, uh, and if he had a nasty hit on Hawkinson over the middle, that unfortunately has ended Hawkinson's oh, yeah. uh, season and probably half of next season. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a shame ACL to see that. on that hit. Um, I mean, Hawk was having a great year. It was a shame to see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but on if he on the iffy point, just real quick, um, I think prior to Detroit did a poll who should have been the player of the game, and they had a. Uh, uh, Amon Ra, who had like 100 catches in that game, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, the most boring receiver in the world. Don't put and, Jack, uh, <laughs> don't put Rudd Dog to sleep, UJ. Yeah, I know, I know. And Jameer oh, Gibbs what? and uh, and Goff, and he had all these, and and the and the fan voting pick Iffy is the player of that game. So that that just tells you the impact he's having. Even it's the awesome. fan, everyone sees it. He's, he's having just a great impact, up. and I'm happy for him too because he's you know he's had a rough start to his career injury wise, yeah. and uh, I mean. We, I mean, we were talking about him not making the roster. Remember mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year, and and here he is suddenly shining brightly, incredible, so much fun to watch. And they're using so much well. fun. Yeah, yes. him in the box is lethal. Uh, they have oh, really unlocked something he's there. So 
he closes so fast on his blitzes. That yep. the one where he shot up the gap and just destroyed freaking Mullins was so good. Dude yeah. is a, a rocket out there. He is. I mean, that's a revelation. He, like using him this way has been a, a masterstroke. And he still got the speed and the, d- the ability to play the deep ball too. Like iffy, uh, stud. Studley, uh, they're, they're using him extremely well. And I think it's really funny that the Lions had four sacks in this game, three of which were from defensive backs. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, well, however, how, they can get it done. That's how, get, like, that's where you got to give Glenn credit. He's figuring out ways to get it done because the weapons he has aren't are uniquely, you know, like our defensive pass rush on the front at line just hasn't been what it needs to be this year. So he's, he's figuring out a way. And, like, I'm going to bring up this comparison one more time because. Uh, freaking Bob Sanders is one of the great examples of how dynamic safety play can be such a boon to a team in the playoffs. Never heard that and comparison before. It's a, I don't think I've ever made it before. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's a great comparison that leads to us winning a Super Bowl. So it is. Stick it to is. It. Oh yeah, absolutely a great safe. Any a great player at any position is a, a big boon. But yeah, it's a safety. True. Um, which we have like couple coming back, like CD Deuce and. Houston and potentially the Leem, like, 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 oh my God! Like, talk about how things could be lining up for a great run here. Like, yeah, that'd be why it'd be even better to get that bye if we can. Uh, you know, we still need yes. some help, but get a True. lean back and everything but, like that. But uh, the stars are aligning a bit here, so you know, with the if the football gods are in our favor, uh, yeah, we're going to see a, a fairly healthy Lions team going into these. Playoffs, knocking wood, so. knocking wood. There's still two games left. Oh well, yeah, still got a couple games. oh I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh. So the defense, uh, and, and the the outside uh-huh. with Dorsey and Vildor kind of rotating out there. Uh, Vildor seems to play more in rundowns. Dorsey and pass. Uh, it seems to be working okay. Uh, you know, yeah. except for the the one series where uh, Dorsey got completely exposed for like three plays in a row and a touchdown. Um, uh, yes. I, I I don't think he's exactly the answer. No. He's honestly the same type as as Jerry Jacobs, which is. A, a playmaker who can sometimes put tight coverage on, but is a bit of a liability. That, that's and, why I'm saying, like, uh, don't throw it out the window that CJ Gardner Johnson doesn't move to the outside. That's, I mean, that's where he started his career. Yeah. So. <laughs> and and like, theoretically, if he could move to corner, I mean, yeah. he was a corner coming he in was. in the league. So I don't know. I bet he gets looks out there, but I don't think they're going to rely on him heavy for pass coverage. Yeah. But I think you might do that with CJ, just the way Ify and Kirby have started to play. And you got Branch too. He'll play. I'm sure he'll play some outside too. Yeah. Well, they they do need help on there. That's probably the weak weak weakest link of the Stevens. Well, besides pass rush on the interior, but um, when when especially yeah. when Aleem's well, not healthy, or whoever's yeah, opposite know, of Hutch. <laughs> you know what? Every team going into these playoffs has some weakness. There's no perfect team out there. Right. I mean, all of them. The Niners have weaknesses. Uh, you put a little pressure on their offensive line has not been the greatest. Uh, or I mean, just have a every, lead going to the fourth quarter. The 49ers under Shanahan have never won a game in the fourth quarter when trailing from behind. Again, like wow. I say, every team has some weakness that can be an ex- be exposed. And sure. it's just, you know, is is do your strengths outplay the other person's strengths? Or I don't know. what. But uh, well, that's we why I important this thing, man. We that focused, the focused will that Dan Campbell has, like, fostered here is why, like, what we talked about earlier in this culture and everything, that's what leads to this success that's it's what gives you a chance it puts you in the ballpark but like that energy dan campbell fosters in that 
bought in image. That's why it's so important. You have to have the talent to kind of reach the threshold. But once you're in that threshold, if you got a great team effort, you will find success and you have as good a chance as anybody of pulling it all off. It's just about getting to the, the big show, the tournament and getting in and then just keep putting one foot in front of the next and take on one team at a time. And before we move on to the uh, offense, just one more defensive player I want to mention uh, with, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, John Kaminsky, uh, pick up the ball, man. Just fall on yes. it. The game's oh, over. If you fall, fall on the, the ball, ball. <laughs> fall on it. Yeah, that was bad. Game over. Oh, fall on the, it. He had to be the happiest guy in the world that, on that pick. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god. He got a little excited. Oh saw man. The Just fall on. Thought he was going to be a hero there running in for a touchdown. I, I can oh, relate. <laughs> I once had a chance to feel the punt on a coverage and walk it right into the end zone, but I got so excited about going to the end zone, I just forgot to actually catch the ball <laughs> and just whiffed on it. Uh, <laughs> I remember that game. Yeah. But uh, Z, one other player I have to mention who doesn't show up necessarily on the stat sheet as much. I don't know what it stats, but Jack Campbell and the way that Glenn has started to use him, mm. he's acting as like a fullback on defense and just taking out old linemen. Like, if you go back and watch the replay, you're going to have to see this because it's freaking awesome. He just rushes in, not blitzing, just just straight jacks up the O-line and drives him out to create a space. Like, I think the running back caught a Hutch on the loop after that, but, like, they're working on clever ways to free Hutch more and get him some help, mm. and that that's, like, a cool development to me because, I mean, Jack Campbell is probably one of the few linebackers who can actually do that. <laughs> He's, like, a, a, a size of a lineman almost. <laughs> so – Wait, so th- just the give more details to that. So there, b- yeah. but is Hutch, is Hutch lining up far? Campbell comes in, hits the tackle first, and then Hutch is yeah, looping like in. There was one, like where Hutch or like yeah, Hutch would like line up on his end spot and like do like a stunt to the inside, and like where Campbell would have just blasted out the guard or whatever okay. player it was on the old line and try to like. I think the one time I watched the running back and like the right tackle and guard managed to like rally a defense but like man there was a hole if if like if i think it's going to be something we'll continue to see because i saw it a couple times oh awesome yeah i'll go back and look uh, look for that yeah rewatch it's cool um i've not been able to rewatch this game yet unfortunately with the holiday but uh i will this week oh it reminds me of when uh clay matthews the way they would block set up plays for clay matthews as a packer they Mm -hmm. basically would like sacrifice their d lineman to like drive holes open to let Clay Matthews work his way around and like you remember that that I uh, do UJ when, I very uh, much do yeah like yeah, I love I mean, that creativity yeah you look at the uh, defensive line in the way an offense will look at their offensive line you create holes for your blitzers and uh, and that's what they're starting to do now and yeah you're right that's a good observation and Campbell so cool. I'm telling you Campbell is is very quickly living up to his first round draft status I think the kid's playing great football. He's in. He's in on so many tackles. He's great against the run. He might need a little, maybe a little seasoning in the passing game. But uh, I'm telling you, this kid is. He's a player. I agree, UJ. I think he's working towards his breakout game. I think like he's gonna hit one this year, like still, because he's just playing rock solid football and hasn't quite been able to show up on the stat sheet a whole bunch. But I think the more he just settles in. We're gonna see a bigger and bigger games come from that guy. I think we're gonna see one of those splash games where he makes some key plays. Definitely, yeah. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, let's shift this conversation to the team that just scored 30 against one of the best defenses in the NFL. That's, of course, the Detroit Lions. All right. All right. Great game from Jared Goff. 30 for 40, 257 yards. Uh, and a touchdown. He he did get sacked once, and it was his fault. <laughs> the, yes, he, had, he had plenty of room to escape to the right. You ran the <laughs> and wrong he decided way. to turn around <laughs> to his blind side and run right into a sack. So yeah, yeah sometimes it bad sense of the pocket there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but besides that, uh, great game out of him. Uh, just spreading the ball all around. Amon Ra, as you mentioned, all twelve around. catches, hundred six yards. And a touchdown. Just, just doing the work. That was on 14 targets. Um, just a it's incredible. Beast of the game. So just so reliable. <laughs> just knows how to find the, the where to go and where to be. And Goff and him have great chemistry. Um, and you I know, I think we should do Hendon Hooker, you guys. <laughs> He's the rookie. Definitely going to be better. Waiting in. Forget about. There, it. there was a drive in that game. I like I was talking to my mom during the game. She pointed out like he hit all his receivers, and I was like. I think it was one drive where he hit like uh, Laporta. He hit Raymond. He hit Sonny Brown. He hit Gibbs. He hit like literally like uh, Reynolds. He hit everybody. <laughs> he was just absolutely spreading yeah. that ball around. Mm-hmm. It, like he had all the answers for that defense. Uh, just, just really fun. Uh, the, the way this this offense is operating and and the the way they're the run game. They just do so many you know motions and the. Uh, I just again, do you give Ben Johnson obviously gets a lot of clarity, he's the one calling it in. But Dan Campbell, I yeah, think, absolutely. has a big, you know, foot in this offense, and uh it's just been really fun to see. Another guy, I, the development has been great the last couple of weeks. That is Jamison Williams. He only he only had five yes. catches for 43 yards in this game. But the way they're only? using him now is so much they're finally letting him run the route tree. Like he had a hitch for like six yards. Like that's what you need. <laughs> Set it up. Set yeah. up the bomb. Don't still run the yeah. Nine every play, and they're finally open up the route tree for him later in the season. Here, maybe that's what they've been. Yeah, you know, that was the roadmap the whole time here. Uh, I don't know, but it, it's great to see. And he has remarkable moves, actually. Like yeah, when he slippery. makes a catch, and he and he he's way more slippery than people give him credit for. You know, avoiding tackles, getting an extra three, four, five yards. That first down he got near the end oh, zone. That was sick. That was absolutely awesome. <laughs> great effort. Oh my god. This kid is really, uh, he's, he's, I like the way he's coming on gradually. Like, yeah, the, he's building up and, and we're like, everything's building at the, at the right time. And him and him especially is building. And he's got, right gr- time, he's so. got great hands. Now the, the concerns about the hands have just completely gone away. So yeah, he's not I, that kid I, on the little giants anymore. I, I honestly right? couldn't yeah. catch the, do you think, <laughs> do you think Dan Campbell was like jabbing him with that quote back? Like a few months ago, when he's like, "Oh, maybe he'll he not won't be like the great hands receiver ever," but he was a need to be. <laughs> like, man, I, don't like, you know, it. <laughs> I don't doubt like, it. I don't doubt it, man. Anyway, like, I, I I love this kid. His attitude, everything about him that is just really it's playing out now. Mm-hmm. I see what they saw in him. You know, yeah, he's got that grit. Like 
he's not he a diva. No, and he's got toughness too. Him and Gibbs both must be the Alabama thing. Maybe I don't know. They're they're kind of one year. Well, Gibbs thing. is more well put together. Uh, <laughs> Jameson is uh, a little scrawny and skinny and all that, but they're tough dudes, man. They take the hits, they get up, they mm-hmm. bounce right up, and uh, they're tough. They're tough dudes, man. And again, so. and you know, like. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just I just can't understand enough how important it is to have this offensive line fully healthy, how this team operates mm, at full absolutely. health at offensive line. Uh, it just opens up so many more things. I mean, time in the pocket is king uh, in the NFL. Yeah. If, if I mean, we've seen it with our defense. You don't get after the quarterback. Things are going to break down for any defense. Uh, and when we have the fully healthy offensive line, Taylor Decker probably had his best game of the year in this game. Yep. Uh, so did Jonah. Yeah, Jonah Jackson. I mean, this this offense line just was phenomenal. I mean, when you get four yards of carry against this defense, two hundred fifty seven yards, mm-hmm. control the ball for two a two to one ratio throughout this, uh, the game. Uh, it doesn't get so much better than that. It's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah, this offensive line and like the great thing is like with an offensive line like this, you don't get as scared of like like these teams with the great defensive lines because you know you there's. Obviously, it's going to be harder, but we can beat anybody. <laughs> like, because right. once you get, if you can handle, if the O-line can handle their business up front, everything opens up. The run, the pass, it all like, like it all starts there, man. And like, that is the the building block of this team. That is the foundation of this team. Is that offensive line? Hey, I'm going to call out one other really good play during this game. The Lions had fourth and like almost two. It was like one and a half, whatever. And they did a Jared Goff quarterback sneak. I go, yeah, great call. Yes, what a great call. We rarely see that, so it was a great call. <laughs> it, 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 I don't know if Goff calls it at the line or they call it. I think he probably calls it at the line, just the way the defense is set up, or whatever. But I was not looking for that one, not from that far. You know, like it, fourth and inches, okay. <laughs> but this is fourth and almost two yards. It was like a long right. one and a half or whatever, and 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 they made it cleanly, man. It was beautiful, great blocking. I don't know. That was a great play in my mind. <laughs> it is a great play. Um, th- I mean, this offense is firing on all cylinders, hitting at all different types of levels: the flat, the mid, intermediate. Um, yep, the deep routes. Well, uh, well, they they clearly scouted their uh, after that freaking Bears loss and realized I think they were leaning into their tendencies to the middle of the field a little too much and have since adjusted. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, you saw it, like. You saw it last week with all the the great like uh, hot route fades to Reynolds and stuff like that, and like they're running sideline routes a lot more, like you said, and I think that like keeps these defenses a little more honest. Uh, I mean, the Bears have a good defense too, but like I, th- it was just so clear that they were just cluttering the middle of the field and and getting J- Jared's favorite routes covered because he's so good over the middle, <laughs> like he's so good over the he middle. Is, he is. Um, five touchdowns within breaking routes. <laughs> like, come right. on, the first right. time ever. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, even so, like, like, and the Lions did. I mean, roughly without Sam Laporta contributing too much, three catches for eighteen yards. Um, in this game, but uh, I mean that just shows the versatility. Anybody like... can step up any time. I think maybe an underrating. I mean, we liked the the trade when it happened at the trade deadline. The Lions made one move. Donovan Peoples Jones had another. Clutch catch yes. in this game. It was one catch. Yeah. But it converted yep. a first down to the key moment in the game. 
Um, I hope he wins the Super Bowl with the winning catch, so that <laughs> everyone can look like, like be like, "What was Brad thinking?" <laughs> That's what he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this, I, I mean, a great fifth wide receiver to have on a team—a guy with those athletic traits and uh, clearly can yeah. catch the traffic really well. Uh, the, the way he's, uh, you know, this this rough. receiving crew is quietly one of the best in the NFL. Period. Yeah, I mean, it looks different just, than maybe your, your typical best wide receiver. Exactly. Well, you don't have the like maybe the dynamic outside superstar Jamar Jeffersons or. or Jamar Chase or whatever, Pending you know, whoever. J-Mo. But damn it, we just are. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're different. We're we're in con- non-conventional receiving core because our best receiver is our slot receiver, uh, and then mm-hmm. you know our number one receiver is just a rock solid dude. But like you said, not the super dynamic type. Uh, got the body size though, and he's just gritty. But uh, you know, also Raymond made two outstanding catches in that game to the sideline. The yep. one where he landed with his elbow right inside the line, and then the other one for the first down after he got the penalty. Uh, he yeah. like he is such a nice like depth piece. Like and he's he's dangerous. Yeah. For sure. He's a Campbell dude. Yeah, I mean they ran that super trick play to him. You know, he like you don't just run that play to him uh because he's like your third, you know, you you, you ran because for a reason. The dude can can hurt you, and he got like ten yards on it, I think, in the first down, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, also, I loved using Monty as a quarterback because he was one in high school. So, like, yeah. use your weapons, baby. I'm trying to, I'm I'm trying to think of a comparable wide receiver group. The first thing that came to my, I was trying to look at the roster of the Steelers in 2014 when Antonio Brown had his best year. Because um, Antonio Brown like is out of the slot, they they kind of mm. uh, operate in somewhat a similar way. Um, is uh, eight, ten catches a game, hundred yards, etc. Um, not quite Debo comparable. Is uh, Debo's not an outside Debo guy? Samuel? Is he? Uh, yeah, he's not an outside guy. No, he's, yeah, he's sort of he's a, a. He's a little more. A, yeah, they use him out of the backfield a lot more than the Lions ever with Monra. Right. Though we do. At times, but like Debo is getting like seven carries a game. So I know they use him as more of a. Well, yeah, I mean they run him a little differently, but he's not like an outside receiver. Is like it, when he lines up, he's usually in the slot, right? Like he's the. Uh yes, 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 yes. Uh, just not as he's trying to think exclusively, I guess. Yeah. Well, we we don't uh, think of that, but uh. But you know, Dad, you mentioned not having a Jamar Jefferson, and I feel like even as we talk about him, we forget that like. That's what JMO is like. He's a, he can he's an outside receiver, not Jamar Jefferson, but he's a dynamic superstar potential number one on the perimeter. Right. He's not a, a slot guy, though he could run the slot easy enough with his. But right speed. now, he's potential number one because we haven't seen it quite right. Yet. But like he's also coming along at the right time where I could easily see him taking over some of that, especially with the big yard plays and stuff. Absolutely, like he's gonna Absolutely. go off the way he's going. Oh man. We still haven't just chucked it to him yet, which a little disappoints me a little bit. Um, you know, I just want to see us just freaking send him long at, at yeah. let Goff to throw it as hard as he can throw it, as far as he can, <laughs> and chuck a couple to Jamo. We we have not seen that yet. We haven't yeah, quite seen it. The last time I remember out. it exclusively, uh, successfully, was against the Bears in our comeback. Uh, yeah, I believe it was like okay. 36. Yeah, that one for sure. 
I mean, we've done a few deep shots to him, but they haven't been just nine routes. And they've been like ones where he's broken wide open or like he hasn't. We haven't like just done a design nine route to him where you just chuck it. Yeah, we definitely haven't seen the game where he takes it over like uh, where we saw like George Pickens on Thursday uh, in that Steelers game against the Bengals. Amari Cooper this weekend, (laughs) 240 yards against the Texans. (laughs) Right. No, he's not that guy. He's not necessarily that guy yet but he's right on the edge of it now that he's healthy and putting these games together and we could potentially suddenly have a true number one well well, that's the important point there he is on the edge of being and they used him kind of like that he was the number two on the outside from reynolds in this game we we all know he can be that guy like (laughs) the lines didn't trade up for him not to be that guy uh right right so uh, because his build again he's not a short receiver either despite his lankiness like like six one, I think, right? Yes, I believe so. Um, Jared Goff, twenty seven touchdowns on the season and ten interceptions. Uh, he's third in the league in passing yards too, at three thousand nine hundred eighty four. He's two. That's pretty. He's sixteen sixty six behind Brock Purdy at two, and then two hundred thirty. No, yeah, two hundred thirty behind Tua uh, for number one in the league in passing yards. That's more of a that's amazing, actually. Run game. That's amazing if you think about it. It is. Uh, just just really good all around. Uh, and just a reminder to the Bears who never had a 4,000-yard passer in their history. Uh, <laughs> always a fun little tip. <laughs> uh, if we didn't have such a good run game, he'd probably have And you know he's beh- right behind Goff <laughs> is Mahomes, would. Prescott, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Stafford, Jalen Hurts. A lot of people who they put in top tens, you know, ahead of Goff all the time. <laughs> and then here he is above. All those guys. This is golf can't make the flashy running plays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lot of those guys can. I, uh golf definitely cannot. Uh I really think just in the, oh, in the cosmic world of karma and all that, I just really hope golf takes us to that Super Bowl, baby, and wins it for us. Through it would Stafford. Be maybe maybe one of the sweetest things ever. <laughs> for for so many people. I mean, besides us Lions fans who've been dying for it, but uh, you know, just to see golf do it when it in the the stuff he's gone through, you know, and golf's kind of an epitome almost of a Lions fan. If you think about it, I mean, he struggled a lot. I mean, he, you know, he, the Rams uh, dissed him and they didn't all of a sudden he fell out of favor and all that stuff. And he was the number one quarterback, number one draft pick. And then uh, he, he went through a lot of trials and tribulations and all of a sudden he's resurrected himself. He's a cool customer, man. Like, like Rudd dog, you were saying during the game, he was ice cold, man. Like uh, ice in the veins, <laughs> he just ice in his veins, man. He just like, he stays calm no matter what he, you know, he doesn't, nothing gets too big for him. He, he, he makes the big play. I'm telling you, he's just like, he's been playing. He's had such a great year. I mean, yeah. he's not, he, he's not really in the MVP talk. He should be, but, uh, uh he's you know, playing He's having a great season. You know, UJ, I think like I notice it the most when it's not even necessarily the big plays. It's just when he's like down in like the red zone, delivering these like, slinging passes right in between defenders and stuff and it's just like you got to have ice in your veins to just trust yourself and deliver like that man like that's hard like and quarterbacks fail at that all the time in the league like and he just makes it look like it's like easy sometimes man it's so good yeah and i do think it's really important that the lions get that home field advantage because jared goff's stats at home are like significantly better than on the road uh, but even more importantly, have a home field advantage. Uh, yes, and no. but even more, <laughs> but even more importantly, is being in a at a dome or warm weather where he also has. Oh my god! Stats. I'm not gonna. If golf goes into cold weather, we'll on win the, everywhere. In the playoffs. Well, 
I'm just saying. Like, what were we just going to forget? I much we're prefer to see him in a place where he... last year in. I much rather see a golf in a, a location where he has the best chance to succeed. Um, because I mean, I want to see him in like now. Siberia. This, this is not new. Well, that's just not. <laughs> I want to see him in Siberia against the 49ers. I think we in, take in a it. parking lot behind yeah. Walmart and I see. Yeah, windy Absolutely. day, rain. I bet he's still they have Walmart and thirty. <laughs> <laughs> in a hurricane oh, well, Campbell man. would love that shit man yeah. you guys this is the one we live for you play us, I don't care where we play you it doesn't right. matter and then these guys believe it too man that's what I love too Absolutely. Uh, the, the last little quick tidbit here is um, uh, just M- Michael Badgley uh, and, and special teams uh, locked extra point can't have that happen I, 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 I haven't Going back to look at it again, like was it a low kick or was it just bad blocking? Do you guys know? I don't. No, oh, I don't I know. Um, I forgot. They it really happened. didn't dwell on the replay much. I think they. I lean on bad tonight. blocking. It's a short kick. You just got to kick it high. Oh, it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, kick it high. Yeah. That's your one job. Kick it high and straight. <laughs> it's amazing the NFL how that one point, like at the end of the game, that was like a mm-hmm. huge one point. I mean, the Vikings scored a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, yeah, it definitely could have burned Huge. us. Um, luckily, Iffy was playing is playing out of his mind right now, and a bad, not Look, a great that pass was from, from a deep Nicole. safety. <laughs> um, yeah. the other thing I want to mention too is we... that Jack Fox I thought had a really good game punting. Uh, he did. He had a great punt. Very good game. They called it back because of a penalty. He had nailed another I great know, punt right man. after. So that was cool to see. He did. I think we. I think it was a. a we lost maybe four yards on right that total. Exactly. Like it, it was a great. Two great punts in a row. Fantastic. Oh, that was great. Uh, he freaking um, yeah, came back to back right after a letdown like that. So we're at the hour mark here. I think we can uh, start to wrap it up. But, man, uh, eh. yeah. the vibes, the Kool-Aid, everything is flowing oh, at incredible so rate right now. It's, it's great. <laughs> I just want to say just one thing before we shut down here. Uh, Lions fans, just enjoy this ride, man. This ride has been so incredible, and I and I've been a Lions fan. I'm 65. Okay, I'm an old dude on this podcast. I'm the old guy. I give the old guy. Qualify for Medicare so, now, I think. However, <laughs> I'm on the drinking the blue Kool Aid podcast because I'm always optimistic every year, no matter what. I always start out optimistic that the Lions are going to do something well. They've finally done something in my lifetime that I've never seen before. This this coaching staff, this organization has put together something so special. So. No matter what happens, I mean, it, if we go all the way or we don't go all the way, it doesn't matter. Just enjoy this ride, man. This ride has been incredible. Our offense is is a sight to behold, man. We, it is. I've never seen anything like it. Okay, it, this offense is one of the best in the NFL in any year. I mean, I mean, maybe we might not be one number one in this there whatever, but it's number one in my book because this offense is exciting. They're they're interesting. They're dynamic. They're creative. And and our defense is just they're not the greatest, but they are gritty and they're they go after it and they're hard, they hit hard, they play hard. This whole team plays hard. They're all mm-hmm. a, a product of Dan Campbell and his personality. And just just love it, man. Just no matter what happens, be grateful because this is awesome. This is just awesome. And I just want to say just be grateful, man. This is a this is a time of the year to be grateful for things in our lives, and and I'm grateful for this. So that's all I want to say. Well said. It's a beautiful way to end it, UJ. 
I love it. So we'll wrap it up here. Um, thanks to everybody for listening here. We hope you had a great holiday. Um, thank you to sidelinereport.com for supporting the podcast. Thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Our best one yet, I think. Ever. <laughs> best one ever. Good one. Um, so thank you for him crushing it throughout the whole year here, um, especially as we head into the new year. An exciting year with the Lions playoffs, which is guaranteed now, especially a home game Super in Bowl Detroit. Bound. Oh, yeah, baby. That's so much fun. Oh. Um, Instagram <laughs> at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid, Twitter slash X at Drinking Lions. Uh, follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts about this Lions team. Do you think we get the one seed? Uh, I, I think we all think we we got a great shot. We good. We got a big game this Saturday. Um, the we're Lions are underdogs. A gr- the Lions are going for a one seed. They're underdogs this week. You gotta love it. What's the spread on five this and one? a half right mm. now? Last I checked, what? a couple hours ago. Oh so my god, that's a large spread. We get to go- team. We're going to Dallas, right? Yes, we're going to Dallas. Yeah. This is a Saturday oh, night game. Crap on Dallas. There's no Monday night game this week. It's moved to Saturday night. Uh, so you got you know Troy Aikman. I hate Wait, Saturday night. Yeah, December thirtieth, Saturday night, seven fifteen, five fifteen Pacific. So, Rudd Dog, it sounds like you're, you might have an issue with that, uh, but I'm. Oh, I think you'll I was work so through it. Because I had game start earlier. <laughs> well, you just got to stay up a little. You got to stay up past eight thirty uh, for this one. <laughs> I'm gonna be at work. <laughs> Uh well I think you'll make it work I think you'll make it I'll work figure so, something yes you we'll I'll figure it out <laughs> or or that um, <laughs> this more important things boss yes exactly this is where it's worth it to lose your job right <laughs> exactly I think this is time to just let it go oh uh, <laughs> so it, it, you know if, if yeah, so <laughs> Gmail because the next big monkey is to take out the first or get a playoff win. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Baby. We've yes. had one in the Super Bowl era. Let's multiply that, or let's double it to two. No multiplication, <laughs> Summit. Well, I was going to say multiply by one hundred percent, but it's just uh, that, that wouldn't be the case. Yeah, don't multiply by one anything. Um, it, increase that by one hundred percent. Anyways, now two hundred percent. Gmail, if you want to correspond with us that way through email, uh, it's drinking the blue Kool Aid at gmail dot com. Um, other than that, I, uh, Spotify, Apple, or you get a podcast. Please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we appreciate, most of all, most importantly, this Lions team and these Lions fans. The, the players couldn't say it enough. The city deserves it. The fan base deserves it for sticking. I mean, the, the Lions fans at every row game this year have come the best. out and, and uh, uh, they, the best. I mean, they are all so over good. the place. It is awesome to see. It gets everybody. It gets these players going too. Like even on the road, and you see that many fans there. Like they want to perform for them. They want to play at the very best they can. Heck yeah. Um, and it's just it is an absolute delight. So thank you everybody for listening. We'll be back later this week previewing Saturday night football. Uh, uh in Dallas, in Jerry World, the big game. Probably the big. Definitely every game from now on is the biggest game of the year for the Lions. Um. And we can't wait to preview that. So look out for can't that. Wait. What's that, UJ? We can't wait to destroy the friggin' Cowboys. <laughs> I hate them. destroyed <laughs> so much. Uh, well, they they were showing uh, that Barry Sanders run before the game. Uh, 
on Sunday because uh, Jimmy John, at least on the Fox preview show, because Jimmy Johnson was the coach of the Cowboys when the Lions last beat them. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, how do they become America's team? That's bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. but America's team. Ever since they gave him that uh, label, I've hated them <laughs> immensely. So I just relish any time we could beat the hell out of them. So I can't Everyone wait to knows see the we beat the hell out of them. <laughs> well, we'll be back later this week previewing that game. We can't wait. So come back and join us. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, last but not least, as always, go! Go! the field a charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory go Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.